This is Cinematic Suffering, where we watch every horror movie streaming on Netflix, from A to Z, for better or worse. Life is pain, and so are bad horror movies. Uh, yes, so we are recording, and, uh, can you hear this? I can hear it. Can you hear this? I can. Well, I'm staring at your titties in the first shot. you today. Oh, that's that's uh, most popular one already. <laughs> Had to start that off because uh, this is a. a this what movie did we watch again? I know it's something. All, it's called. It's got a long, stupid title. It's called "All the Boys Love Mandy Lane." That's right. That is the name. I remember last week you were telling me about this movie, and I was like, "Okay, well, it sounds promising. Uh, the name fucking <laughs> sucks, but uh, <laughs> it sucks enough for you to add a fucking right in there." And uh, it turns out that. Yeah, it was. Uh, they didn't uh, take a lot of chances, did they? Uh-uh. So um, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Clay. I'm Jason. And we are Cinematic Suffering, where we uh, watch the Netflix catalog alphabetically and we review all of those in the horror category. And this is not a spoiler-free podcast, so if you haven't seen this movie and you've been wanting to see it for some odd reason, then you probably should go and watch it before listening to this. That's right, because we're going to ruin it. If all, all the twists that are just so shocking, <laughs> you can yeah. hear hear my voice. That's, that's sarcasm, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I didn't mean to give away the entire thing at the beginning there, but this was this was not a good movie. I, in fact, I want to <laughs> say that Aliens Zone of Silence was comparable, if not slightly better. I, I only give Mandy Lane higher marks because uh, there's the editing and there's a soundtrack and there's a there's a modicum more effort put into there's it. a there's a sleek production aspect i will give it that it's it's right. filmed well it's got a nice soundtrack to it. i mean except some of the alternative dumb rock songs that they put in every once in a while but yeah i mean uh, they ha- it has this weird glaring kind of glow over it did you notice that it has kind of a realistic shine yeah, it's like the early days of digital post-production, but it wasn't because it was 2006, which is, <laughs> the older I get, the, the the harder it is to say, like, oh, 12 years feels like uh, four years, <laughs> you know, this, this was a 2006 movie, and you realize immediately how much things have changed, what words are no longer fashionable, even if they're said by a bad guy. Um, just the general tone and presentation of it is like, wow, man, the, the social justice warriors won, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a, uh, well, uh, once you, who was responsible for this mess, by the way? This, the people responsible for this mess were uh, director Jonathan Levine, the writer is Jacob Foreman, so we can blame them squarely. I, I say that the bulk of the uh, blame rests on them. Okay. And uh, it stars Amber Heard, Anson Mount, Whitney Abel, Michael Welch, Melissa Price, and a whole swarm of other vapid nobodies who probably went on to uh, do a lot of unseemly things on camera <laughs> even more unseemly than mandy lane i haven't checked it out but my suspicions are probably correct i think you are correct uh, the, there were amber heard i had seen this girl somewhere before I, I i still can't place where i've seen her I, I try to look her up on imdb and there's she's got a lot of credits under her belt but yeah i i'm not familiar with her work the only person i was familiar with on this movie was anson mount 
and he played in that show Hell on Wheels. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I'm not familiar with that. No. It's What's a, it about? It's a really killer western show. I mean, it's it's like hyper realistic. They I mean, there's killings and rapings and all this shit that happens and uh, he plays as obviously from the, this movie you can hear a southern drawl where he has that same southern drawl in this show and he does a really good job and I thought oh man Anson Mount is in this he's he's a really good actor and yeah they really did not use him to his strengths. In <laughs> so which character did he play, Mister Mount? He played Garth. He played Garth, the uh, ranch hand. That's right. Yeah, probably. Oh. One of the better characters in there, though he wasn't one of the better actors, I'll say, not one of the better characters. Right. He just kind of ran around the, the set with a gun in his hand for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to call your mom if I hear anything else. <laughs> Man, I'm see, I'm hearing a lot of sniffles in this room, and I don't think it's from hay fever, so y'all need to fucking act right. <laughs> Calling your mom. Please don't call my mom. Please don't call. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do we have to say about Mandy Lane? So Mandy Lane is not in that dress. No, it's not. It sounds like a, a B-side Beatles tune. Uh, but it's uh, it's no. Mandy Lane is the coveted hot girl in school, and you see her right away. She's immediately shown walking down the hallway, and it sets the tone for the movie. I was rolling my eyes right away. We see Mandy's tits before we see Mandy, and I'm not kidding. It just yep. shows a hallway scene with these everybody girl boy. And otherwise are just mouth agape looking at her, like kind of pushing the audience, like, come on, look at her titties. Like I felt like they were pushing me on the shoulder and say, look at her titties. <laughs> okay, now that you've seen her titties, now look at her ass. Look at her ass, how it bounces yeah. back and forth. And it, it, it's <laughs> I, the this first opening part, it just had me confused as to what are they trying? I mean, I don't, I don't know what the message of this movie was after even you know getting through the entire thing i still don't know what they wanted to portray in this movie uh, uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know where they were going with it it was it was created a decade after the movie scream and uh all that that makes sense it it kind of comes up later once we start to get a, into the twists and turns <laughs> uh, the- how many of those were there? I mean, uh, <laughs> um, there were there were two, and one was obvious, and one was super fucking obvious. It was it was poor. Like if you know, like God, God rest, uh, uh, Wes Craven. I miss him, but yeah. um, he was a much better filmmaker. And if they're gonna, you know, it, I don't know. It, it just seems like there's a benchmark that you have to at least try to reach for. But horror movies, nah. Uh-uh, we can hand in C minuses and fuck you for watching. Yeah, yeah. As long as we have some kind of semblance of maybe a little gore, a little sex, um, some violence. Um, yeah. So we meet Mandy in the high school. Uh, it couldn't be more boilerplate. She's walking down the hallway at high school and uh, she meets up with her buddy Emmett. Emmett is her best buddy who's been put in the friend zone. You, he just reeks a friend zone. Yeah. I mean, he reeks a friend zone. And I, I don't even think that I, I don't even get the impression that he has a crush on her. It's just, you know, they're just friends. And it, yeah, it started off this weird thing. She goes straight to him, she walks down this hallway. Everyone's staring lustily after her. All the guys want her. All the girls hate her. You know, that kind of typical trope. And she meets up with this Emmett guy. And it it pretty much, they go straight out. And this fucking jackass in a truck says, hey, Mandy. Everyone's like yelling, hi, Mandy. Hi, Mandy. And... And I, hey, Mandy. <laughs> I, and I think at this point, before even the truck pulls up, because the way everyone was lusting after her, I thought, 
Mandy's got, I was hoping there's going to be like this supernatural element. Maybe she's this demon. Maybe she's this unearthly, this supernatural beast that, you know, succubus or something. Um, <laughs> like, what's so special about this girl? What's okay, so she, special? Exactly. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. She's pretty. But it, they, it's one of those movies where somebody would get punched in the face and then promptly fired if they brought anyone onto the set, even as an extra that you're barely going to see off in the background, out of focus. Everybody in this is pretty. So she doesn't – she's not special. <laughs> <laughs> when everybody's pretty, no one's pretty. Yeah, exactly. There is, I mean, yeah. The so they get invited to this party, and of course, every all the guys want Mandy to come to the party, and you know they don't want the loser friend to come with them. But you know, who cares? You know, so they all jump in the truck and they go to this stupid party, and of course, everyone. You, 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 you could tell that they were worried they were going to lose us. Like, quick, quick, skin, 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 quick, <laughs> get to the party. Do you have a pool? Of course you have a pool. <laughs> yeah, the, the, everyone's in the pool. Sex, uh, you know, I wouldn't say sexy. I guess, yeah, everyone's sexy, jumping in the pool and you know, having a good time. And Mandy's just sitting there like a, a knot on a log, as my granny would say. And Emmett is, you know, people are trying to, this guy is trying to pick up on Mandy, trying to kiss her, trying to feel her up, you know, doing very gross things that yeah, men tend dylan. to do yeah dylan the guy who was introduced in the movie using uh you know the pejorative that's out of fashion these days the dreaded f word i think that was one of the first bits of dialogue he's like hey <laughs> okay <laughs> and it was jarring for me it's like oh wow 2006 was uh, longer ago than i thought man a lot can happen in a decade plus too <laughs> And this guy is like a total scumbag and you i thought that you know at the beginning that we were going to see some kind of I don't know if Dylan was going to play a bigger part in the movie, but no, he didn't. He kind of got coaxed off the roof by Emmett. And... Nah, he'll live forever. Yeah, like uh, basically Dylan uh, puts his hands all over Mandy, and she's like, stop it. <laughs> like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know I was going to a pool party, even though it's been established I was invited in the afternoon at the <laughs> right around yeah. three. It, it could have asked around. We 2006, we were pretty connected. But she's sitting there in her underwear, and he's pawing at her, and then Emmett comes to the rescue no, by she's, squirting. She's, she's not even in her underwear. She's still in her dress that she was in. At, at oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like, just get in your underwear, get in your underwear. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I guess I, it, he was he was fixated on underwear that Dylan right. that that rascal <laughs> that rascal. Yeah. So uh, her buddy, her her BFF, uh, squirts Dylan with a squirt gun, and then he punches Emmett in the face, and then they're like, "Oh, come on, you!" And then they struggle, and then they hang out on the roof. Emmett goes to the scampers up to the roof to pout. <laughs> yeah, the, Emmett goes up there, scamper and pout, and uh, Dylan goes up there eventually. And they, there's a tense, and this I I will say I I did like this conversation they they had because it's a it's a conversation where you think Dylan is trying to be friends, redeem himself re a little bit or something. Yeah, do a little redemption here, maybe have a conversation. But the conversation is tense. Mm -hmm. uh, Emmett kind of, you know, you know, blows, you know, just becomes an asshole to Dylan. Uh, I mean, they're both assholes, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, oh, don't you want to go fuck her? Everyone else is trying to seal the deal. You might as well go try yourself. And uh, Yeah, I mean, you, you, everybody around here, every dick turns into a into a slavering 
not yeah. the idiot like caveman around her. Just go ahead and throw your uh, ring into the into the mix there. So he basically Emmett says, you know what he would like. You know what she would like. It it would really moisten those panties. <laughs> is if you took a running leap off the roof into the pool and Dylan's like, eh, I like vagina, and then he runs off <laughs> and cracks open his skull and his brains leak into the pool. And I was hoping we would see the actual head hitting the the concrete or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. And we, we don't even hear the sound, do we? I, you hear like a crack. Hey, eek. Oh, I'm not as horny now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and you see the camera pan back and you see his feet floating and then finally you see his head. So we don't actually see him smacking into the concrete before uh, falling into the pool. Oh. Uh, but yeah, everyone's staring up at Emmett and then we kind of flash forward, what, nine months? Is that what it said? Or... <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, it flash fours nine months. It's just an arbitrary nine number. <laughs> I mean, that's a lifetime in high school. It should have been like Monday. <laughs> yeah. Monday, which it would have made more sense to me. But uh, <laughs> because the filmmakers, again, are worried that they're uh, losing their audience, the next shot is all the girls in the track team running around the track in their short shorts. And I'm, I sound like such a prude here. Maybe it's because... <laughs> 45 year old dude shouldn't like drool over <laughs> women half their age in my weird estimation but um don't forget the yeah, cheerleaders cheerleaders were going off too you know oh yeah high kick high kick <laughs> high kick girls and we we see uh, mandy is running around the track and emmett's trying to follow her so we learn that i guess they mandy doesn't want to be friends with emmett anymore and he's like but i wrote you a poem or or i don't know i <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on here. I brought back your underwear that I stole from your laundry. <laughs> it's the least I could do. Right. And it, and then, they, of course, they go into the uh, the women's locker room. Or I don't, I don't want to say women's <laughs> locker room. This is the high school uh, girls' locker girls room. Girls' locker room, yeah. We get... <laughs> <laughs> we're just launched from voyeuristic scene to voyeuristic scene. So now we got a bunch of girls with wet hair with their uh, <laughs> towels yeah. tucked up around their titties. And uh, we meet Chloe, who's talking shit about Marlon. Now, it's <laughs> the funniest name for a character. Yeah. Mar- call her Snook or something. <laughs> flounder um so marlin is along with the other girls is in the uh, we meet the girls of the crew and chloe is talking trash about marlin marlin's like look i just got a cute little belly ring and she's like and chloe's like i could barely see it in your rolls of fat you whore <laughs> i i just think i was like is this how girls act i i i don't know i know guys bust each other's balls but it just seems like girls just are vicious to each other yet still sometimes remain friends through it all and god if it's if it, if teenage girls are even uh half as evil in horror movies as they are in reality we're talking about it just a culture of sociopaths <laughs> it's true <laughs> uh, so those those are two of the girls we meet mandy lane what are they talking about here they're like oh i think they're setting up the next i think there's a big party and uh a party that's reinforced by the stoner dude that was sitting by the bleachers oogling the girls right. red and it, of course they're all you know talking to each other saying oh uh, i get first dibs at mandy i get first dibs at mandy and i'm just what Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just feeling the slime ooze out of my television at the times. And for some reason, and this sounds like a weird non sequitur, it reminds me of that old Rick Springfield song where he's talking about Jesse's girl. It's like she has a name, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, what was Jesse's girl's name? 
she it was Jesse's girl, and he wants to have a woman like that. He doesn't even want to have her. She has no identity. Anyway, I could go on and on about Jesse's girl, and that's a humongous non sequitur. Jesse's girl's name was probably Marlon. Or Mandy. Or mm. Mandy. Mm. Yeah. yeah. This is a flashback <laughs> to <laughs> the put... Rick Springfield era. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's all illusion. Everyone wants to have a chance with Mandy. Even, they got, this This is the, they have, they have all the horror tropes in this movie. They have the, the, the stoner. They have the token black guy. They have yep. the asshole, uh, rich kid, good-looking kid. They have the two girls who are... Who are hot, but you know hate each other, but are in love with the same guy. And then they have Mandy, who is this perfect virginal creature that everyone wants for some odd reason. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> Amber Heard is a beautiful woman. Don't get me wrong, but, but that's literally all she's got. Like they establish nothing about her personality. I think at this point in the movie, she said only rudimentary lines that were directly involved the action like stop beating up on him stop touching me it was yeah. <laughs> that was already what we contended with nothing about her personality we learned nothing about this woman so no. she looks identical to everybody and they're just constantly pushing you to find her irresistible yeah and they just keep pushing and pushing and again this is where i kept saying well there's got to be something supernatural going on when when everyone is acting like this towards uh, just one girl uh, yeah, she's got to be a witch. Yeah, she's, she's got to be, be a bad witch. No, yeah. there's yeah, some some kind of spell being woven, or uh, she's a, a one of those day walking vampires. And <laughs> I, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. So there's a party that's going to happen. It, the only backstory that's really established about Mandy, whether it matters or not, is that she's being raised by her aunt and her cousin, and or her grandma. I don't know who these people are actually. That we see a brief <laughs> home life of of Mandy where she's talking to her aunt or her grandma, whoever it is. We know her parents aren't in the picture for whatever reason. I think it's established later. We don't care by that point because it's just, everything's just so run of the mill. They should have given us something like, or some, even some kind of telltale thing at this point. Like maybe she opens up her closet and you can see a couple of flanks of human hanging in the back. <laughs> <laughs> something to entice us aside from, uh, you know, young female flesh that it seems like the, the <laughs> it seems like black boot boots are going to splinter my door in. If I look too closely at this movie. <laughs> it, no, so the ant, so Mandy asked the ant, Oh, I'm going to go out on this, thing and the the answer's like oh i think this crowd is much more mature that you're hanging around with i'm like have you met these people <laughs> i mean yeah it, it, she should be like you're not going without your taser and pepper spray and a chaperone that just a big bouncer every <laughs> one of your around at all times every one of your if i was the aunt honey i want you to realize that every one of these people i've met them once at least once and they're all predators so and, like the whole time I saw them, none of them took their eyes off you, and I'm pretty sure the one guy was searching for change in his pocket longer than necessary. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the so I guess it's decided that everyone's going to go to the ranch. It's the stoner dude's uh, parents or grandparents' place ranch. I, I don't know. 
yeah, like we're going to the it's and you're already by this point you're you're trying to hit the side of your head to get your eyes to unroll and look forward again because we've hit so many tropes already. Okay, we're going to the middle of nowhere. Let me guess, there's going to be very little uh, <laughs> yeah. cell phone connection, yep. uh, the spotty landline connection, spotty electricity. Uh, they don't mention indoor plumbing or outdoor plumbing because that's gross and they want us to focus on girl butts that are we, we clean, do, very clean. We do. Learn Learned that the electricity is on the grid and not powered by a generator. So that, yeah, was, we, that was some helpful do. information. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that we learn more about the home's character <laughs> than the people that are occupying it. Exactly. So they are on their way on a road trip to uh, get to this ranch to have their party. Along the way, we get to hate them a little bit, though. So that's that's good. You know, that's a good opportunity. They didn't just not waste it exposition. Yeah, yeah. It's not, a, it's not, you know, like they take, most films take time for some character development. I like to think of this as some hate, hate development for the audience. <laughs> like die, die, die. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want this guy to die first. Oh, no, 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 no. This girl needs to die. Oh, oh, I, I don't know. My hatred is just building up so much. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Come on, Jason. It's not a Jason movie. I don't care. Does he <laughs> need to, that needs to be an option. <laughs> like subtitles, Jason. <laughs> and then he just launches into the movie to take care of business. Well, Jason Myers or Michael Voorhees, please come in. Oh, wait a minute. I got this switched around. <laughs> Jason Myers and Michael Voorhees. Ooh, that would be a neat twist. And so they, they get out of this car. So they're driving like a couple of cars, I guess, out. And they I, there's a gas station they stop at. They, they see some dude who has a, a has beer in the back of his truck. So they distract him and steal a, a keg from Yeah. Him. I'm surprised they didn't have the girls mush their titties together to distract him into going day, and then they just they steal the keg. And well, hey, you, <laughs> they you, you, pot. You, they did, you didn't mention that the the girls came out of the bathroom because they were in there doing drugs, except ooh, doing the bad uh, booger sugar. All doing <laughs> snorting up that sweet sweet yayo. Except uh, except Mandy. <laughs> no God, no. Mandy, Mandy is pure. She is. <laughs> she hasn't even had sex apparently. So. Well. Not, not in the number two place. No one's, <laughs> no one is that uh, naive. So, uh, well, that's how they make her out. They make her out to be very naive or and very uh, innocent. Uh, the fact that she doesn't do drugs, that she may be a virgin, and she's with all these people for some reason or another, you know, in this situation. <laughs> so they come out of the bathroom and walk past. This guy. Come, not, not to interrupt you, but they come out of the bathroom after shaming Chloe about her bush. This yeah. thing is just filled with just horrible body shaming. Marlon gets revenge on call me fat. This girl isn't a pound overweight. Like No, no, not at all. <laughs> she looks identical to her other friends. She maybe have a little has a gut if you mush your skin around with handfuls of skin. That's the only way she could have a gut. But anyway, they 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 shame Chloe about her pubes. They shame Chloe about the pubes, and there's even a pube trimming scene later. On. <laughs> I know in the movie saying, you know, you're a lesser person if you have a bush. And uh, so they come out of the they come out of the bathroom and. Just you know, they're they're flaunting their they're pulling their shirts up and making suggestive. <laughs> so fucking sexy, yeah. god damn. <laughs> and I I know it sounds like maybe we're both being prudes here, but it, I, it was just the tropes. It was the way that everything is predictable 
up to this oh, point. Oh, I just I don't like being told what I don't. They they are pushy about it. Like, look at the girls got doing. Look at it. What yeah. are you stupid? Yeah. So uh, they finally get to the ranch. <laughs> yeah. So they get to the ranch, and one one of the girls, Chloe, doesn't want to drive past the cattle guard. And if you don't know what a cattle guard is, it's a guard a that prevents. Boy. It's a guard that uh, prevents cattle from crossing into the road. I think. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. She's like, "What's a cattle guard?" It's like, Ugh, "What's a dumbass?" <laughs> and so Chloe doesn't want to drive her car, so they have to make room in the other vehicles. But there's no more room, really, unless you, Mandy, wants to sit on someone's lap. And... <laughs> oh, gee, that but, was planned well. Yeah. So she she says she'll just walk. And uh, uh, what's his name? Who is Bird? The, what's his? The black guy. Yeah. Bird. What's his name? Bird. 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 God damn it. <laughs> It is, after all, the word. <laughs> I didn't realize that was his name. Yeah, I, okay, so Bird stays behind <laughs> with Mandy, and, of course, he starts making... Or they, they they drive back, they're like, oh, we'll send the ranch hand back for you, so you won't have that much time to, you know... Fo-. Telling Bird, to, basically, that he's not going to have any time to try to get in her pants. What they did to cockblock Bird, because they were all uh, jealous, is they went to Garth, the ranch hand, and said, Garth, she's back there with a black kid, and he's like, I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, uh, Bird is trying to, can I hold your hand? Oh, yeah. Bird's like, he has the nuts to say, I'm not like the other boys. Yeah. Like, she should have been like, as in, you don't want to fuck me actively now in this moment. <laughs> yeah, you liar. You big liar. I mean, may I? And then he was trying, may I hold your hand? May I give you a kiss? And she's like, only on the cheek. <laughs> and then as soon as he gives her a kiss on the cheek, he tries to go in for the the lip kiss, and that's when Garth comes r- rolling around the corner, <laughs> screeching to an halt. <laughs> a cloud of dust from his Jeep. Of course he drives a Jeep. He's a man's man, and Garth's like, y'all need to get in their thing here, and they're like, excuse me, I can't understand you. And he's like, no, I'm going to take you to the place. So Garth shows up. Garth's the, 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 the guy in charge of the place, the farmhand. The ranch hand or the farm hand, whatever this place the is, it doesn't look like it has any animals on it. It it just has some hay. Yeah, it has hay and there's like a big farmhouse and that's pretty much all that we see. That's our location. <laughs> we can't talk about the crop. <laughs> Ask no questions. We, we, we go to the house <laughs> and then we just see just, you know, bitching and moaning and whining and we see a truth or dare game. Well, that's not before they go to uh, – they take yet another opportunity because, again, they're like, we're losing them, we're losing them. So we get a scene of them uh, splashing around swimming, and Mandy comes back from her run, so she strips seductively. So, again, they're like, look at the titties. <laughs> and then Garth shoots the snake. He's like, oh, yeah. He just unloads a round of buckshot in their general vicinity. He's like, that's the, you might want to throw a stone in the, in the <laughs> river and scare out the snakes before you go swim. And it's like, you know what else you might not want to do is blast us with a shotgun, you ignorant <laughs> redneck. So I think this is where, Kelly, we see the, the branch off again of what Mandy wants to do. Because when they say they're going to go to the old swimming hole and uh, have them a dip, Mandy, Mandy doesn't want to join them. She, she says, well, I'm going to go on a run. By myself, By, down this creepy-ass country road. Right. Uh, she, uh, so she, she goes on a run, and she comes across this patch of blood? Yeah, during during a run, it looks like somebody bled out right on the path. Right. And she puts her hand on it like, hmm, still warm. 
she whistles. <laughs> I can't whistle, but she <laughs> whistled the jaunty tune and then just runs back the other way. Curious. I'll put that in the old uh, memory bank there instead of like Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. And then like, she picks it. up like a like I don't know what there was something like a, a cigarette or something on the ground or I don't know it it was just an odd thing. I don't know what it had to do with anything because uh, it's never really brought up again. <laughs> like I think that they forgot the foreshadowing that they put in their own movie. Like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, they went back and watched it and said, ah, what was this, by the way? Did someone die here? Or, uh, yeah, that's what I assumed, that someone had died there. But, you know, there's, so far, all the characters are still alive. So I, I'm still, I was confused about that part. But, yeah, Mandy makes her way to the, the old watering hole. Uh, they, they... <laughs> and, and then she's like, I think I'll take a dip, too. Yeah, and all the guys are, of course, you know, drooling over her, you know, drinking their wine in the water. They're drinking wine, I think. Yeah, you can see their mushroom caps poking up the, through the water right under their chin. <laughs> and and Mandy does something really stupid, and I want to <laughs> advise against this to anyone who goes has children who watches these kind of movies that don't let your don't let your child just dive into an old watering hole. Uh, head first because yeah, I mean unless you like raising a paraplegic yeah and she just she just takes off she takes off her clothes jumps head first into the water and uh, I was just thinking oh my gosh that's so unsafe <laughs> oh my god we are aging at mock speed <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to have children to have that same kind of impulse for the characters oh honey don't do that <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna break your pretty neck, and and no boys will want you. Then, then none of the boys will want to push you around in that chair. That's mean, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, and th that's when that snake uh, somehow a uh, snake comes out and slithers through the water, and right when boom! it looks like, yeah, boom, this loud explosion, and and Garth is there with his sh shotgun, and just, just, <laughs> you're welcome. You he blows the snake out of the water, and. Yeah, he's right there next. He must be that in his buckshot, I think. There's no other way you could hit the snake unless you're uh, like a sniper. Been, and it was right on top of him. So everybody, if it had been real life, everyone would have caught a pellet. Yeah. Like, hey, you're, you're welcome. I only use bird shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was, yeah. They, so he shoots the, the snake. And it's good to see that Garth is kind of like stalking everyone. <laughs> yeah, I, there's there's young Vag nearby. I can't let that go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Garth is Garth is the one that uh, you think is the killer because guess what, folks? There's killings are gonna go on here soon. <laughs> yeah, you're, this isn't the horror movie for nothing. The horror movie category. Yeah, we're they try to give us a red herring, but at, and I'm. This isn't revisionism. In the moment, I was like, okay, so it's Emmett. When's Emmett going to show up yeah. and kill everybody? Because he's been slided. Mandy has slided um, Emmett because Emmett talked Dylan into splashing his own brains all over the pool and ruining the party for everybody. So she knows that he's cancer as far as her reputation goes. <laughs> Get away from me, Emmett. You're cock blocking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Th so, yeah, I was expecting Emmett as well because but I was expecting em Emmett, but I was, I was being... I was disappointed too. I was like, if it's Emmett, what a fucking waste of this a movie, you know? Because it, you've gone yeah. for the obvious. Everything's been the obvious, and we there is one twist, which is at the very fucking end, which made no which sense anyway. Also fucking obvious, but yeah. if you can't guess it, but anyway, um, so 
we go to nighttime when the when more revelry ensues. There's more cocaine being used. A little there's cocaine. Little of little of the the powder. Um, there's uh, there's joints of being smoked. All by everyone except Mandy. Yeah, everybody's. You don't need to smoke it at this point. You would just be high as a kite in that environment. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) So there's like arguments that ensue. Uh, Chloe, uh, I don't even know if these arguments happen at the same time. I doubt they do, but uh, (laughs) they they play truth or dare. Um, Of course they do. You know they 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 dare or they ask Mandy truth or dare, and Mandy's like a dare, and they say (laughs) go uh, go outside and ask Garth to come in. I was like, ooh, what a dare. <laughs> My naughty bits are all a tingly knowing that Garth is not in here. Yeah, they don't say anything that you would say during truth or dare. It's like truth. Uh, okay, have you ever sucked two dicks? That's what these dumbasses would ask. <laughs> and then dare, it would be like, I dare you to get naked. That's no, None of the girls would pick dare because they <laughs> these <laughs> horny idiots are very predictable. Uh, so yeah, she goes out and finds Garth and has a, a sentimental one-on-one with him, and yeah, they learn about one another and their shared histories. Their shared She's history. like, "Yeah, I, I have a hard, I had a hard life," said Mandy. I had to be raised by, um, you know, parent people that weren't my parents because they died early. And he's like, "That's interesting." Um, I saw a bunch of people get their brains blown out, and I've got waking <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> That's right, yeah, because it's established that Garth is a marine. Yeah. Uh, uh, not that, that again. That doesn't explain really anything. I guess it's just flavor text for his character. But oh, they're trying to make us be like it might be Garth <laughs> when yeah. all the killings start to unfold. And it's yeah, it's another red herring. Pretty pretty heavy handed. Oh, very heavy handed. Um, so we we go back inside and I there's an argument that ensues. I think uh it's over. What's his name? Jake. Jake. Jake and the size of his pecker. They yeah. body shame him now. Yeah. So uh, again, it's like. I guess I'm old enough. I'm just old, <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> if you're yet. if you're if you feel the same way because I have no problem with anybody joking about the size of my dick because they've never seen it, and what do I care anyways, right? I, there's absolutely nothing that I can do about it. Like I've been exercising it for 45 years, <laughs> and it hasn't gotten any bigger. So, <laughs> yeah, like and in something that old, it's a it's one of those things that does feel good about getting older. Is that like you can't shame me about the size of my dick? You might as well fuck with me about my eye color too, dude. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about it? Yeah, and uh, I guess it's just a product, or, or we're just. Uh, being old fuddy duddies, but I was just not really because uh, my immediate reaction is like, well, it fits in your mom's chops. <laughs> 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 and then if somebody says my mom is dead, you reply with good. So that's how you get punched in the mouth. If anybody <laughs> needs to know. So Jake gets all all pissy about it, and he leaves and yeah. storms off into the night. And then Marlon and Chloe have a big argument. And because, you know, Marlon's like, oh, Jake, don't leave, blah, 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 blah. And Chloe's like, let him go, fuck him. You know, fuck, I don't want to fuck him, I want Garth. <laughs> yeah, so Marlon takes off after Jake and then the rest of everybody. And then Chloe realizes, oh, my God, Marlon loves Jake. Ooh. I better go snip these horrible, shameful pubes that I've been uh, told about. That happens later, <laughs> yeah. but uh, – uh, so, like you said, Marlon goes to find Jake, and she finds him in in brooding Anna Pouton in the uh, barn, I guess. Yeah, I guess and she blows him. She's like, "I'm sorry." Gah, gah, gah. 
Yeah, it's not a graphic thing. All we see is Jake's stupid face and his eyes rolling. It, it's like that fucking uh, Vince McMahon meme. <laughs> yeah, you see his eyes yeah. like are open, and he's like, oh, 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 all the way and he looked back. like a bass about to hit top water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we don't we don't hear any sounds really. There's like it's such it's such it's all we just see is Jake and his face making sounds. We we don't hear any slurping, <laughs> nothing graphic. Well, to- you did if you're watching the movie with me, but that's because <laughs> I'm doing it. Not really. I'm making the sounds with my mouth. <laughs> Not really, actually. Anyhow. And um, so after she's done with finishing off Jake, she's like, uh, okay, my turn. She starts taking off her pants. I was like, damn, go girl. That's good. Yeah, that's, I mean, okay, lesson learned. Older ladies know this. You get that first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he will jet. <laughs> See ya. Yep, that's as pretty much what he, he did. Yeah. <laughs> as fast as he can run with a woozy head and empty sack so anyway so so he he gets back to he runs back to the house and he's drunk but marlon's still out there i don't know why she stayed out in this this farm probably to frustratedly masturbate she's waiting for him to go inside because she's (laughs) she needs some self-pleasuring but that that, it's not shown well i wish it would i wish it was alluded to or something to give some reason why she decided just to stay out there i mean shit I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, might have oh, just shit. walked back angry, angrily to the house as well, and uh, you know, be with your we're friends. available to help you punch up your script. By the way, call <laughs> call for details. <laughs> we'll we, we'll give you a quote. Uh, I think we have a commercial later on that. Uh, I'll yeah, I think yeah, so. It's yeah. it's it's a good way to uh, help you stay out of these pickles. <laughs> Make a note of that. Actually, Let's see commercial for script. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we Marlon stays out in this stupid barn for some reason, and that's when someone shows up, right? Someone, yeah, it's a dark figure shows up and then just jams a shotgun barrel into her mouth, and you're like, oh goddamn, okay, the movie's starting to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a pretty brutal scene. I was like, oh okay, here we go, and I thought, you know, it, it jams the uh, the barrel of the shotgun into her mouth so hard that you hear the cracking of the teeth and her mouth is bleeding. And I thought, oh, is he just going to pull the trigger now? But no, he, he he pushes down on it, and it looks Ugh. like her looks like her jaw separates or something. There's a little a quick flash of gore uh, as the the barrel goes deeper into her throat. And I was like, oh shit, that was pretty brutal. Um, but then yeah, but yeah. a little bit maybe a scene or two later, you see her getting dragged off, and she's not only still alive, but her mouth just really bloody, and it doesn't have anything additional. So. <laughs> well, her lower jaw was all limbered up from what just happened. <laughs> you know, but, you know, because I'm just thinking of the death scene. It looked like there was something more, you know, like skin ripping or something. Yeah, was... it looked like it looked like her bottom jaw was cracking or her back molars had to have been just powdered. Just yeah. Atomized by that. It was it was pretty grisly. I got to give it that. Yeah. Know? But yeah, they, 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 continuity was an issue in that scene. And then, so we're back at the house. Uh, Marlon didn't come back with Jake and Jake's being a dick as usual. He's drunk and, you know, he's trying to get with Mandy, I think. Is I mean, yeah, like it's, yeah. it's what a, a 10 pace walk from outside where he just <laughs> dumped oh, his DNA because, uh, from this, t- d- during this walk, he turns off, he takes one of the fuses out of the fuse box. We don't see him take the fuse box. Uh, mess with a fuse box but he he does the lights go off everyone is freaking out and so uh jake comes in and goes oh the lights are off it must be the generator hey bird why don't you go and check the generator 
And uh, Bird's like, okay, and he leaves. And then now Jake is there by. <laughs> That'd be funny if he said, "You're just trying to kill off the black guy." <laughs> and I, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, "Oh, here we go." You know, yeah, the black guy's gonna yeah. fall, die. Um, but yeah, so that gives Jake some time to try to seduce Amandy with his uh, natural guile, and <laughs> he's not good at the act, art of seduction. So he rebuffs her advances, and he asks her the big question of the moment: Why are you even here? Yeah, if you're not getting your fuck on, why are you here? <laughs> and it, it, I, I wasn't even thinking of, you know, a sexual thing. I was like, yeah, why is she there? It, it, I, it was never really established that she liked these people that much. Yeah, it's real easy because I've, <laughs> I've been invited to these kind of shindigs. And yeah. what happens, it's real. I realize in hindsight uh, how uh, we both must have survived high school because high school is obviously where people just go to get slaughtered. And uh, when these <laughs> invites come in, you just uh, <laughs> it's, it was it was real easy to get out of. Yeah, especially when it's a small group of people that I, I can think of. A handful of people in my high school, when we went to the same high school, but uh, there's a handful of people that I despised. Oh, yeah. And they were just hateable. They're very hateable, and I can think of them trying to either befriend me a couple of times or talk nice to me, but I still felt vitriol and malice towards them. And uh, (laughs) I can can think, you know, oh, well, we're all going to go out to this party. Uh, You want to come with us? And I'm like, really? Why are you inviting <laughs> it's a me? Setup. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can I I need to bring my asthma inhaler though. <laughs> uh, so we uh, it's weird. Like last week during uh, Aliens Zone of Silence, that there's someone that called in then, and I really don't have a call in number. And I I just found out that we do have an old style telephone. Right here. Is it big and red? Is it like the emergency hotline? Yes. Get smart or something. That's it's, neat. It says use only for emergency phone calls, and um, <laughs> it's ringing right now, actually. Oh well, then let's let's pick it up. See what happens. I'm 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 very creeped out because this shouldn't be happening. This... Uh, it's right on cue too. Yeah. Odd. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how this shit works out. Okay, well, I'm just gonna see what this shit's about. Okay. Hello. Hey, pussy. What's up? Uh, hey. I'm just doing, we're just doing a podcast here. <laughs> it's Dylan, dude, homo. D- Did you know, recognize me? Oh, hey, Dylan, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of in the middle of something, though. In the middle of watching gay porn, man. Uh, you know, yeah. only jizz addicts, like, read shit. So, <clears throat> uh, anyway, man, we're going to a party in the middle of nowhere this weekend, and uh, I wanted to know if you wanted to go. Uh, yeah, that sounds awful. Clay, Clay. Yeah. Hey, uh, this Dylan's on. You remember Dylan from high school? Dylan, no. Okay, I I don't really remember Dylan. Dylan, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. sounds fucking awful. I don't. I do not want to go. Come to on, pa- man. It's gonna be in the middle of nowhere. There's gonna be like a big ranch. Uh, you know, like it's off the grid, man. There's not even indoor plumbing, and it's gonna be boss. Let's do it. <sighs> All right. Uh, so who's who's gonna? Who's what girls are gonna be there? Oh, okay, okay, man. That fat bitch Marla's coin. <sighs> she's, you know, she's not fat, dude. She's such a fucking blimp, man. Anyway, Marlin's going, uh, and oh man, and I, you know, I, I'm glad you asked because I definitely want to get laid. So uh, uh, that whore Chloe, she's uh, going. She's, she's a nice girl. I mean, she's <laughs> oh man, oh yeah, you'll see. She's a cock. You want that, oh, dude? And Mandy Lane is going, dude. Okay. Mandy Lane. Mandy, yeah, Mandy has. 
the personality of drywall nails. She's pretty, but yeah, I but she's really kind of <laughs> Johnson is rock hard just thinking of it. So Mandy's coming. So dude, you gotta go. You oh, gotta go. No, I I'm still not sold. Who else is gonna be there? Okay, okay. Uh Red. Red's uh, going. Uh J- Jake is going and uh the black guy he's going. God, yeah, that that's Bird, dude. You don't remember Bird? Uh he's like the one guy at school, right? The one He's, you know, yeah. the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The he's the one. He's the one. He's the one guy. We did so go he's to. Going. We did go to school in Florida, so. <laughs> oh, stop being such a wet sopping hole, man! Come on, you're coming to the party, uh, right? Uh, I'm. I'm gonna pass, dude. Uh, Clay, do you want to go? Do you want to go to this party? No, I don't want to go to that. Uh, yeah. No. Uh... Oh, whatever. I didn't invite you. Fucking wet sop. Uh, so neither of you are going? Neither of you want to go? No, no, we don't want to go. Fine, I guess I'll have to fuck one of the chicks then. What? <laughs> Never mind, homo, later. That was fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't say. Maybe you should have that line cut, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, the people we went to high school with. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Dylan. <laughs> yeah, so that's... That's how I got the impression. I was just like, Manny never seemed like she was really friends with any of these people. Yeah, you know, it's not appealing to hang out with people that are doing a bunch of drugs if you're a, a straight edge and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I've been on both sides of that <laughs> <laughs> to do my market research. Jake has failed at his yeah, mission. Jake is, yeah, of, of getting laid twice. What a greed pig. So then he tries to uh, get Chloe, and then Chloe rebuffs him as well. So he's like, well, I guess I'll just go back to the well. <laughs> oh God! Ugh. And then that's—I I was like, "By well, does he mean he's going back to Marlin?" You know, and that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what he meant. So, <laughs> Marlin is his distant to backup, and she, again, just as cute as every other girl yeah. in this movie. Yeah, she's a, she's cute, and but you know, so he grabs the keys. He's drunk as shit, and he grabs the gun for some reason. Yeah, I might need to sh- <laughs> I might need to get what I wanted gunpoint. Jesus Christ, Jake, <laughs> dial it back. <laughs> And he takes off. Everyone tries to stop him, but they never do. And he takes off in the truck and speeds off into the night looking for Marlin. Yes, he does find her, thankfully. In the meantime, uh, uh, Bird realizes that he's been duped. He's out there trying to start a generator and Gar's like, and we're not, we're on the grid, man. And that's something else. You go inside. Somebody's trying to thief your pussy right out from <laughs> under you. Yeah. So Bird takes off and angry and, you know, Garth is still, you know, stalking everybody for some reason <laughs> garth garth is always lurking in the shadows outside he just blends into him like a ninja yeah I, yeah because okay you're a ranch hand i get it but you know your job's done during the day you're not a fucking babysitter yeah just make sure that they don't if one of them dies you know you can one of them can die none of the girls can die <laughs> right <laughs> bird goes back to the the house that there's they turn the lights back on, obviously. Do they turn the lights back on? They do, they yeah. Do, they, yeah. They, they figure it out. I think that Garth found Jake's, uh, found the fuse and just put it back. He's like, oh, darn kids always trying to play lights out. And, uh, yeah, I think this is around the time that we see Chloe go. It, Chloe's freaking out. She's just crying. She's. I think she's <laughs> been rebuffed by, by Garth as well. Garth has told her uh, he didn't want to have anything to do with her because they're, tell, like, not telling stories or something. And, uh so she goes upstairs and start. Uh, she wants to go upstairs, I guess. And Mandy goes with her. 
Yeah, she's all drunk. She's the drug addict by this point. You see her popping pills, and she's snorting even more of that sweet, sweet <laughs> bang, bang. And uh, and she's swerving. She pushes a pill on Mandy, like, here, take it, take it. Yeah, and Mandy actually takes it, I think, doesn't she? Yeah, I was yeah. kind of surprised. I mean, it's like, okay, maybe this will make your personality emerge. Because <laughs> she's still about the most uninteresting creature I've ever seen by this point. Sure, really. yeah, yeah, she's... Uh... She's a very reactionary character. There, uh, there are, there is no character arc that I've seen. I'm seeing happening because you know we just don't care about Mandy at all. So. Oh, everybody's character is flatlined yeah. in this thing. Whatever thing that you can kind of hold on to, Stoner, uh, you know, all American guy, whatever, whatever their stupid personality, thin personality is. That's all that you get throughout the, the running time. Yeah, and then and then Chloe goes upstairs and starts trimming her pubes. Oh, actually, she starts trimming <laughs> her pubes before the lights go off because she starts flipping out when the lights go off. Please, <laughs> turn the lights back on. I might snip something off. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not qualified to give myself a labiaplasty. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was just like, is there really a scene in the... Someone trimming their pubes in the bathroom, but you know, I, I, I mean, what kind of evil, vapid? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Chloe's not any better. She's hate worthy. Every no, she's so hateable that none of the guys want an easy mark from her. By the time she's all, that's the one thing that they got right is like you're way too fucked up. So yeah. they just let her go upstairs <laughs> to to swervingly shave her pubes. Right, exactly. And uh, we go back out. We Jake uh, is finding, is looking for Marlin, and eventually winds up back at the swimming hole uh, again. And there we we see uh, Marlin is propped up. We we can't see her face. She's just, just kind of sitting there looking or looking down. And Jake gets out and makes some lewd uh, comments towards her. And he's like, ah, "I'm just kidding. Here, here's some whiskey." that's what you need girl like he's shoving her inert form that's just kind of wiggling and she turns to him and we see her shattered open mouth it's all bloody she's (laughs) spitting up bone fragments and teefers yeah and uh uh, jake realizes oh this isn't normal is it and then the we see the (laughs) this is not the done thing (laughs) we see the assailant come out and point the gun at jake and jake you know and uh, fight or flight response jumps into the water <laughs> <laughs> head first and cracks his skull open no that doesn't happen that would have been fun though yeah that would have been fun and then uh the the, the assailant the the killer would have just you know I, that would have been a funny scene actually if we changed that up <laughs> like he's just shrugging like crunch he just watches the guy <laughs> jump in like a board and then his his teeth his feet kick and he's dead and you know we're what? done with jake <laughs> that reminds it reminds me of uh how another movie did it very well was Tucker versus Evil, or Tucker, yeah, Tucker, Tucker and Dale. Dale. Yeah, yeah. The, where all the people were just killing themselves pretty much, but they thought it was the two hillbillies that was killing. Anyway, <laughs> these kids are killing themselves all over my property. <laughs> uh, what a classic! So Jake goes in the water. We see some more stupid scenes back at the house, and then it comes back to the water, and Jake jumps out because I guess he has to get a breath, right? And he gets shot in the head. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I can take a quick run. Blam! <laughs> Dead. Jake, and you, should, you should have probably swam away. <laughs> yeah, maybe swim downstream. We've all done this part of the video game. If you've played one, you you know that you got to swim downstream. Yeah, you just don't like jump in the water, stay underwater, and hold your breath and hope the killer's going to go away. No, he's still there. 
Yeah, he's still dedicated to murdering you. We've already seen his penchant for murder when it comes to poor Marlin and her gagging on her own teeth and viscera. Yeah, and so he, Jake does not swim, of course, downstream or do anything that any normal person in some kind of frightful mood would probably do. But yeah, instead he jumps up full body and goes, to get a breath. I don't know, maybe he's just trying to scare the, the killer. Boogity, boogity, I'm Oh Jason. my God! <laughs> Blam! And Jake is dead. Good. Good riddance to Jake. Jake is gone. Yes. Um, and then it goes to, I think it does some more scenes back to the house. The, the, the scenes are forgettable. I can't remember. I didn't even take oh, any they're, notes. They're at this doing point. whippets and just doing oh, crazy Oh, that's right. Kids. They're doing whippets now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then we go back and we see it is Emmett. Uh, he's, yeah, that they show us it, it, it's there's not even any kind of attempt to be like him kind of reveal himself from the shadows or some kind something dramatic. It's almost like the filmmaker said, no one is buying this. Let's just go ahead and get Emmett <laughs> out here. Like, come on, Emmett. They all know you're it. They figured it out. You know, yeah. So it's Emmett. And it's just like, all right. So yep. Emmett's the murder. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we all expected. Uh, thank you for at least bringing him out now. And we can see. Um, <laughs> bringing him back if he's gonna get paid he's gonna work damn it <laughs> so emma's jumping around dancing hee-hawing and sh- you know and uh back at the branch house we garth comes running in with his gun again yeah she- yeah and he's like uh yeah and he's like man y'all kids i heard some goddamn thing out there i heard a gunshot if i i don't want to hear any more gunshots i'm gonna call your i'm gonna call your dad i'm gonna call your dad <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, you're showing titty flesh and you're cutting off vagina hairs. A good Lord done dead grew out for you. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and he goes to the phone, the landline that they have there, and just picks up the re- receiver and starts dialing. And the, the stoner kid's begging him, please don't call my daddy. Don't call, it's really not that big of a deal, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you're cock blocking. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're making me very uncool in front of Chloe. <laughs> I, can, I can feel the vaginas in the room drying up because of this. Stop. She just shaved her stuff. <laughs> I could hear the. My ear was plastered to the door and I heard the buzz of the clippers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that happens in. <laughs> well, Chloe uh, gacks up another big fat line of that clean. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That powder. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so she does that. She goes up and then her and Mandy go upstairs like Mandy's like, I'll help you to the bathroom where they start petting each other uh, seductively. And I'm like, OK, you haven't done that yet. I guess this is stupid, predictable horn dog bingo we're playing. Let's <laughs> let's have the they almost make out, but they don't. But they pet each other subject. Sorry, subjectively. Subjectively. Subjectively is all Easy for you to say. <laughs> they do it subjectively. Anyway, yeah. So we get an almost lesbian scene, but we're denied. Right. So the truck that Jake was in pulls up with fire. Or doesn't pull up with fire. He pulls up in front of the house. Everyone sees. They don't see who's driving it. They assume it's Jake, but uh, he starts firing like. Uh, what are those Roman candles? I yeah, guess. like bottle rockets. And so he's got a whole cadre of fireworks that he's firing at the Scooby gang in front of the door. Yeah, and they all flip out. Oh, what the fuck, Jake? What the fuck? And uh, a bird gets pissed and goes and starts running after him. Does he get in another car or? No, he just goes T-1000 style. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Arm cutting like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so he, he comes across the truck and... Uh, sees that it's Emmett in the truck. Yeah, and he's like, and then they uh, then they cut to Garth giving us a bit of foreshadowing. Garth is telling the the remaining kids at the house he's a terrible 
chaperone, by the way. <laughs> He's like, horrible. Yeah, okay, somebody nearly set the house on fire, and the black kid ran after him. I'm just going to kind of tell these kids a, a horrifying story, or uh, actually Red brings it up. The stoner guy was like, hey, uh, didn't you just have to kill every herd of cattle, head of cattle? He's like, yeah, I had to shoot him in the head and bury him in a grave, but let's not talk about that anymore. And it's like, okay, let's not. It's going to come back up. Yeah, it was just this weird foreshadowing part, you know, where, you know, he's describing the, the horror of killing these cows and it kind of does a little flashback and. You see the cows' poor, watery eyes looking sadly and begging for their lives as Garth murders them viciously in cold blood. I don't know, and I I, I love animals, so I, I feel kind of callous for saying this, but I was sitting there saying, like, well, I feel a lot sadder for the farmer. That's more than two grand a head of cattle. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, back at Bird, though, he he discovers that it's Emmett in the truck, and Emmett's like, get in the truck, and he points a gun at Bird, and Bird's like, uh, no. <laughs> and then he and then he I'll, grabs the I'll gun. pass, bro. Yeah, I'll pass. And then you know, a struggle ensues. Bird knocks the gun back from Emmett's hand, and he pulls Emmett out and just starts beating the shit out of him. Well, it's day one of military and common sense training. Yeah, so you know, Bird's trying to you know, why are you doing this? Blah blah blah. And then you know, Emmett's saying, "Well, you know, you guys fucked her yet? How is she? How does she taste? And oh, I Ew. saw you kissing her. How does she taste?" And you know, Bird's still punching the shit out of him, and uh, then Emmett I, just says, none of you motherfuckers are gonna live! <laughs> Keep in mind, Bird has a good 80 to 100 pounds on this bird-chested Emmett, and, but Emmett somehow gets the upper hand and cuts his eyes with his hunting knife and then proceeds to stab him to death. Yeah, he, he slips, he has, Emmett has this knife, of course, hidden in his waistband or boot, I don't know where it was, he just, you just see it being pulled out, and then he slashes it across Bird's eyes, and Bird crawls away crying, and, uh, uh, and he's bleeding from his, <laughs> this gash in his fucking face, which was cool looking. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, Emmett has to lord over him a little bit and talk some shit, and then eventually just stabs him to death, you know? Yeah, gets to stabbing, and then we cut to the morning. Like, okay, did no one, <laughs> did anyone go out to look for your missing friends? <laughs> three, three at this point are just missing. Right, yeah, it's Bird never came <laughs> back, Jake and Marlon never came back, and uh, so yeah, the stoner dude, what was his, I guess it doesn't Red. matter, Red, Red yeah. yeah, so Red, Red's asleep on the couch, so is Chloe, Chloe's sleeping on his shoulder, it's very uh, cute, I guess, Right. <laughs> It's, it's whatever that is. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she's wearing, or she's, uh, Chloe is still wearing lingerie from yeah. last night. It's like, put some clothes on. <laughs> God, Clay, you're such a prude. <laughs> I know. It's like, you're just, yeah. It, in The next day, in the sad light of day, you don't want to be reminded of how pitiful everybody was <laughs> acting when they were all shitty drunk. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Mandy's at the in, at the kitchen table, her head down and uh, supposedly asleep, and then uh, we see Emmett in the house now, and he kind of walks through and pushes, pushes, puts his uh, fingers <laughs> through Mandy's hair. <laughs> And yeah, it gets it's gore, all, and he, the guy is splattered in gore. Like it looks like he not only gutted his victims, but uh, rolled around <laughs> in them like Han Solo did in the Tauntaun. You know? <laughs> yeah, and uh, Garth comes into play here somewhat. Uh, oh, uh, Garth comes down from where he was. I guess he was upstairs for some reason because of a radio that was on loud, and 
he comes down and sees Mandy's head, you know, Mandy asleep and, uh, she wakes up and they look at the refrigerator and the, the letters on the refrigerator, I guess, spell hide or something or what did it say? God, what did that say? Wake up. It said, Oh, it wake, said, up. wake up. Yeah. yeah. And there's a bloody handprints all over the fridge. So it's like, okay, way to leave a lot of evidence on, <laughs> in the house, dude. So Emmett, we know Emmett's not a real good at this whole covering his tracks thing. And, and so everybody <laughs> at this point, when it comes to light, everybody just panics. They seem yeah. to just bolt from the house, like everybody run in opposite directions. Yeah. And of course, you know, who's waiting for them as they try to open the door, but you know, Emmett is out there and he shoots Garth. Uh, as soon as they open the door, and Garth is not mortally wounded, it's just a flesh wound. It's, yeah, it's because yeah. it's always. I love how in movies it's okay to get shot in the shoulder. Like, okay, that's. I would think you'd die pretty quick. I was reading something uh, about a guy who got shot in the leg, and how it's not like the movies that you know the bullet tears through. You know, it can tear through arteries, it can tear through veins, and you can bleed out very easily, even if it is just a flesh wound. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. I mean, and where Garth got shot, I mean, that was right up there, you know, it was in the shoulder area, but it was very yeah, close there's to the all, heart. There's all sorts of arteries running through that area. He would just, like, his last words would be, split, and then <laughs> he would be dead. So Garth is uh, out on the floor, and so Red and Chloe just try to make a break for it out the back. Um, yeah, just half-naked Chloe in her l- grubby lingerie from last night's shame fest, and Red are running down the trail. It, that had to tear her feet the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she didn't have any shoes on. Red's wearing cowboy boots. I'm sure his feet weren't <laughs> carry too her. much well. She weighs 95 pounds. Just carry her. <laughs> and they're running, and they eventually get to the car, and Red and Chloe kind of... the the This is Chloe's first car this car she didn't want to drive over the cattle guard that we mentioned earlier and they're like okay well we're gonna they're gonna drive away and but red and chloe start getting a little close they almost kiss and then we hear a gunshot and emmett pulls a jason part six uh teleportation trick and somehow (laughs) is outside the cattle guard and shoots red yeah yeah, he's got the same uh, tunnels that are used in like <laughs> in that uh, in that Star Wars movie. It's how Kylo Ren got to the end so quick. <laughs> same tunnel, same tunnel. Yeah, so uh, so Red's dead, and then uh, I think uh, uh, Chloe runs floundering back towards the house as <laughs> as Emmett engages in a slow-mo chase he's going about five miles an hour in this car it's lazily tires are lazily crunching over gravel <laughs> as chloe's like no <laughs> just flailing her arms and running like a spastic sparrow back towards the house and uh mandy's still taking care of garth and she goes into i guess one of the uh, uh sheds and tries to look for a med kit she sees a bloody knife in there and I guess she takes Grabs it. it. Yeah. yeah, she takes it. And, and I'm thinking like, oh, no, uh, <laughs> don't get your f- fingerprints all over that unless you're complicit somehow, Mandy. <laughs> and she goes back to the house. And uh, as she's heading back to the house, uh, we see we see Chloe <laughs> waving her arms and failing while the, the Honda the Civic behind her is, 
you know, at a snail's pace of like two miles an hour. You know, he's not even. It, there's not even an accelerator involved. He just got it in neutral. He just got it in neutral. <laughs> just, she's yes. running for her life. She's a flailing. So Mandy just kind of strolls out there casually with the bloody knife in her hand, and as uh, Chloe runs into her arm, she just stabs her in the kidney, and it's like, yeah, I'm not even a little bit shocked. I wasn't I just, shocked. Yeah. Yeah, Mandy, it was a shrug, a dismissive shrug. Yeah, so Mandy, uh, as Chloe falls into Mandy's arms, uh, Mandy's knife plunges into Chloe's guts, and I guess the music swells, and la la la, and there's a look of betrayal <laughs> on Chloe's face, and it's like, yeah. well, well, you guys weren't friends anyways, so, I mean, how much of a betrayal is it? <laughs> a wave of uh, barbiturates and semen just spill out of Chloe when she's <laughs> Where's your blood? This is really creepy. <laughs> is gross are you made out of sin chloe <laughs> <laughs> uh and then emmett gets out of the car and they, they've been in cahoots this entire time i guess uh emmett is a wannabe serial killer or they made it kind of like a murder suicide pact yeah which is where my uh reference to scream came in i was sitting there going scream did it so much better oh they did it so much better yeah it was way much better and that again up to this point there was no real motivation there's no real reasoning behind anything i could see emmett's reasoning behind it but mandy's i guess they just wanted to make her out to be a she put on this virginal you know straight edge front but they wanted to say that just because she acted that way doesn't mean that's what she was inside i guess oh i don't know it I was don't know. It's, it's supposed to be a twist but it was just like an okay it was like okay <laughs> i've got all right she's the killer I, no shit and they're she and Emmett disagree on what the final act is going to be. He was like, we agreed on a murder suicide and he presents some pills. Doesn't he? Or am I getting way ahead? No. Yeah. Yeah. He, he pulls out the, they go through their little talk about, you know, what they've done and how, you know, Emmett said that, yeah, I've got these cyanide pills, you know, but I want you to take the pills first. And then after you take the pills, you can shoot me in the chest. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. Instead, <laughs> I'm just going to shoot you in the chest. <laughs> Yeah, so she she stands up and drops the pills, and she goes, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that." And of course, Emmett gets you know fur infuriated, and uh, a chase scene is now enacted. <laughs> this and this part I love because it's like uh, Emmett is chasing after Mandy, and Mandy just just stumbles into this open <laughs> grave where Garth has just pushed all the cows. It's an open grave yeah. filled with whores, with cow poo and rotting cadavers. They're, they're, you can just hear the flies yeah. buzzing around. And I'm thinking, okay, you are the shittiest farmhand on record, Garth. When I said <laughs> bury the, the cows, I meant put dirt on top of them too, you lazy bastard. Not leave an open gore pit full of you know horrendous <laughs> oh, fucking entrails and blood blood and cow guts jesus an open pit of effluvia and it's you would be able to smell one dead cow for miles oh yeah that place would smell like the bowels of hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah and there was so yeah mandy stumbles into this fucking thing you know you got a whole goddamn field you got acres and acres of land and then you 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 somehow miss a pit that's got to be it's got to be 10 feet 20 feet (laughs) It's it's fucking huge. I mean, think of a mass. Think of every herd of cattle that the, that the farm farmers had is dead and in this open grave, and that's where Mandy is slip sliding around and all this filth. And Emmett jumps in there with her, and they struggle. And she's she. 
in the midst of all this, she's able to crack wise with him. Like, uh, let's just be friends. Ooh, kick oh. to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot she did say that. But, uh, oh, God. That was so out of, it was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was like, all right. I, I, I just, I was immediately cursing Garth. Like, I would fire the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just let all these kids run amok. He leaves open graves of rotting dead cattle in the front yard, probably about less than a quarter mile from the house. Yeah. And then she, she, uh, how does she, uh, Emmett eventually dies, but uh, she kills him. But how, <laughs> well, oh, oh, oh yeah. Mandy eats her spinach. <laughs> yeah, Mandy eats her spinach. She grabs a, a large log and, uh, <laughs> Emmett has a machete and starts whacking at the log that, you know, she's blocking the, the machete with her log. And then the, the machete gets stuck in the log. And then Mandy takes the log with the machete in it and stabs him to death with the machete log. Yeah, she's, a, again, about a 95-pound girl. And she this log had to weigh two, 300 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's swinging it around like fucking like, And just, you know, I just thought, oh, this machete log is killing Emmett, and that's that's funny. So yeah, yeah. If <laughs> she powered that thing up, she put all of her stats into that machete log, <laughs> and she heads back to the farmhouse after it's all done and said. And Garth, um, actually, Garth comes out briefly to try to save her. Remember? Oh, he did. Yeah, I I, I glossed right over that. There's a Garth versus Emmett scene. Where they face off. They face off briefly. Emmett gets the upper hand. I know Garth is woozy from his wound, um, but... It... Yeah, he was shot in the shoulder, and let me read back through my notes. Blah, 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 blah. I don't remember. I just I just started cursing Garth. Slovingly. <laughs> sloppy employee, babe. I would fire that. Yeah, that is the weak link on the team right there, people. <laughs> that's, that's what that looks like. But Garth is shot, and then he gets stabbed several times by Emmett. Yeah, he absorbed it in all that man muscle. He just flexed real hard. <laughs> Arr, that's kind of hurt a little bit. <laughs> man, I'll tell you what, it's going to leave a mark. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what happens. So uh, Mandy makes her way back to the vehicles uh, where Garth is still on the ground, and uh, she yeah. gets him into the, the Jeep, and they start driving away. And That'd be funny if he said, God, girl, you reek of death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, did you find a certain pit out in that field? <laughs> Don't tell the owners. Did you uh, show? Uh, did you find what could be construed as half done work? <laughs> and then his last line is, "Did you save us? Or you saved us, didn't you? Or some shit like yeah, that?" Yeah, like he wasn't privy to any of her tomfoolery. Right, and that's pretty much where the movie ends. Uh, there's a brief little montage after it goes black of all the kids partying together but yeah being all alive and still friends and yeah. still alive <laughs> and that's how all the boys love mandy lane and... I, I, yeah i don't know why she has no personality and she's a sociopath yeah it's a sociopath but it, it's not even established that she's a sociopath throughout the film you know there was no hints i i didn't see any hints you you said you might have picked up on something at the beginning no i i said it would have been nice if had oh. they given us that they didn't they really didn't though it was uh yeah she, she she had no characters there was no person to mandy lane and the whole movie the whole goddamn movie is is named after her and she's the most uninteresting character amongst a bunch of uninteresting characters yeah yeah and uh, out of all the characters, probably Garth, we, you know, we rag on him, but he, at least he had some kind of personality about him. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, and Dylan, the rapey dickhead Dylan in yeah. the beginning of yeah. the movie. It was, you know, I mean, I I would have rather had him come along instead of Jake. He would have been a perfect stand-in for the a uh, bad with boundaries guy. But right. instead, he introduced yet another character we didn't. Yeah, it made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, uh, it was a it was a well executed movie. Movie it 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 followed the beats like it was supposed to, but it was just you know it was just vapid. It didn't really have any redeeming value to me. Uh, now it's very forgettable. It it followed all the tropes, and you kind of it's one of those movies that I would have forgot I saw it had I not taken copious notes on it. <laughs> and I almost did forget it. Uh, by the time I was halfway done with this movie, I just started taking. Sp- Sparse notes, I should say, because um, <laughs> it's a sparse movie. Yeah, because by the time I was like, you know, I'm I, there's nothing really to say anything as, as the movie progressed. I was like, I know it's going to happen pretty much by this point. So, uh, barring my little uh, brain fart earlier, where I couldn't remember anything happening. Everything kind of came <laughs> back. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> It's like a dream. You have to kind of uh, <laughs> hold on to that one component, and then it all floods back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I guess that will end it for this episode. Um, yeah. Up next, we've got uh, the 2015 film American Poltergeist. And uh, judging from the trailer, it's uh, am- obligatory poolside bikinis, non-sex scene level porn acting, and Sharknado level CGI. Nice. So that's what you can expect from American Poltergeist. We do urge you to watch along with us. Yeah, and there's a part two to this as well, right? Yes, which we'll be watching in the uh, Halloween. At, so l- let me ask you, what are you doing for Halloween month? How are you celebrating the most uh, precious of holidays in the horror community? Well, I'm not really doing that much, to tell you the truth. The, the horror movies I'm watching are the horror movies for this, uh, for this podcast because I, I don't, I'm hesitant to watch any horror movies that are streaming on Netflix because if, I have to, if they're horrible and I have to watch them again when we get to that movie, I'm going to be oh, fucking God. pissed. No, oh, no, no doubt. It's like Chuck Norris uh, kicking ass freelance. Like, I do this at my job, guys. <laughs> so uh, if, if I watch anything, it's, it's something that uh, Tina Tina's doing a 31 Days of a Horror Movie Challenge where she has to watch, you know, one new, at least one new horror movie a day. It can't be any of the old favorites or old go-tos. She has to watch a, a brand new one she's never seen. So uh, I'll sit in with her. Sometimes she'll sit in with me when I watch something, when I watch something for this. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I'm doing for Halloween. I, uh, I accidentally, I didn't mean for it to sync up, but I went to see Alice Cooper. That was fun. Oh yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I would have loved to see Alice Cooper. Oh, he was great. He puts on this exactly as cool of a show as he ever did. It was, it was fantastic. Oh, that's right. It had the, the heads cutting off. Did he have like, Oh, the, all of it, all the, of it. Yeah. The, the, the creepy ballerina nurse, yes. um, his guitarist is just well. His whole band—it's they've been touring with him for a while. They were fierce, you know. It was like kind of fun '80s and '90s style rock, jumping jack moves <laughs> around the stage. That that kind of shit. But it was it was pretty fun. That's the awesome. audience was the oldest, most polite group of people I've ever seen. It was- <laughs> phenomenal yeah all right well i guess that's another episode of cinematic suffering thank you everybody for joining us and uh we'll see you next week and we appreciate y'all listening peace peace 
So uh, in the spirit of full disclosure here, uh, I got to tell everybody this. Uh, Jason and I were actually hired at some point to uh, punch up the script for this very movie. We had a meeting with the producers. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a, a lucrative thing. We were knee deep. I, I've been in Southern California for a long time. So uh, just getting a meeting with these Hollywood producers is really my kind of thing. I can do that shit because everyone really knows me around here. And you live there, so of course yeah. it's easy. Yeah, I appreciate you getting me that gig, by the way, too. I'm sorry I helped you screw it up. No, 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 no. I, I was hoping they would stick to a good vision of what the movie needed to be. But, you know, we got what we got, and, you know, we we got paid for it, at least. Yeah, they did. They paid us in cocaine. I, I mean, they, <laughs> they paid us handsomely in uh, folding money. Yeah, folding money, yeah. <laughs> well, so, uh, yeah, and it was recorded... Uh, just like Richard Nixon and the, and <laughs> we watergated the hell out of this thing. We did it, and uh, <laughs> let's give it a give it a listen gander. Let's go listen. Give it a listen gander. All right, uh, now cue the 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 blue blue. <laughs> okay, fellas, you had a week to read over the Mandalorian script. Let's hear your suggestions. Okay, so in the beginning of the film, we show a long, slow pan of Mandy's room, right? Yeah, and yeah. we see her personal effects, her journals, her posters, her websites that she's got up on her browser history, books, the things that help us get to know her as a person. I like it. All right, and then the camera pans to Mandy in bed, and she's just going at it, just self-pleasuring with a, a marital aid roughly the size and torque of a jackhammer. It's going to be hot. Oh, yeah, yeah, and for the scene where Dylan gets his head smashed in by the diving accident, we're really going to show it. I mean, his neck will snap like a branch, his head busts open like a rotten honeydew melon, and his brain will shower the partygoers. It's going to be fucking outrageous and there's an orgy scene at the pool party all right guys i have to say that i think this is very very unorthodox yeah yeah but listen to this when jake is underwater at the same scene an alligator grabs him and bites him in half it's it's really unexpected we get to see like the guts in the spinal column oh and marlin marlin though the girl with the the she gets the gun shoved her well she has no lower jaw she's just gurgling and spewing up giblets <coughs> And then, and then, check this out. When Mandy and Chloe are in the bathroom, so there's going to be such a good 69, lesbian 69 scene. It'll be, and not nice either. We're talking grunting, sweating, punching, just hateful sex. Three uninterrupted minutes of Red getting his lips cut off. Bird getting pegged violently by Mandy. Faces degloved. Close-ups of Chloe shaving her pink part smooth. Garth falling headfirst into a wheat thresher. Fisting! Yeah! <laughs> God, 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 stop. Uh, now, I may just be all run-of-the-mill, simple, and non-rapey Hollywood executive, but you keep suggesting explicit sex scenes, and you, you keep suggesting horrific violence with almost no context. It sounds like you're just trying to make this a violent porno. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, without question. Yeah, yeah we, they didn't even bother to call us back. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cinematic Suffering. Clay is an extremely talented and twisted comic artist, and you should visit his pride and joy, hboys.com. That's H-B-O-Y-Z.com. If you're a fan of death and black metal, check out Jason's band, Greyfield, on all social media platforms, as well as his doom metal project, Stygian Crown. Music provided by FaceXHugger. Check out FaceXHugger on Bandcamp and Twitter for more synthwave horror-themed music. 
questions, comments, and hate mail should be directed to our Twitter account at Cinematic Supper. 